So, you know, before we get started, I want to shout out to um, a good, my, I'm going to say he's my um, guardian angel. Uh, I met a man by the name of John uh, the other day. I was coming, I, I was going off to the FJ40 rally in uh, Bakersfield, and I had my vehicle loaded up on my tow dolly, and I'm uh, coming into LA late at night, nine o'clock, eight, nine o'clock, and I'm kicking down the 405 freeway, coming into Long Beach, and I, a tire on my trailer pops. It just explodes in a million pieces. Tears my fender off. My vehicle's slamming all sliding back and forth all over the road. Almost drags me into another car. It's just, it was a bizarre. So I get off the freeway. I realize, oh, the tire blew up. I thought, oh, it's the worst case scenario. I get in the car, drive it to the closest gas station off the freeway, off the off ramp. The, I see sparks. I'm going, oh, I'm just going to kill the wheel. It's just a mess. I pull into the, the first gas station right off the freeway. I pull into the, the, the slot right next to the road, right in the street. Three seconds later, my guardian angel, John, arrives. Late model Toyota car shows up. And I'm like, initially, I, I, I go, oh, God, please don't ask me about my FJ. Every time I leave in my FJ, people always, oh, hey, hi, FJ. Oh, it's nice, FJ. I was saying, and at this moment, I'm so out of sorts, right? I'm so like just thinking to myself, okay, my weekend's over. Uh, a, I almost died. B, I almost, my car could have hit, so I could have had a big tragedy. Um, I'm, I'm now in a situation where I got to call AAA. I got to have them, you know, at this time of night, I can't get a tire. I'm like, what do I do? You know, I'm stuck. And then John arrives and then he tells me, hey, <clears throat> I saw you, you had a blowout. Uh, like, did you have a bearing problem? I'm no, it says a tire blew up and I'm, I'm kind of being a little rude because I, I don't know what he's there for. And I'm not sure what's going on. It's late at night. I'm by myself. You know, my car's loaded full of stuff. I got this thing in my blown tire. I, I can't even buy a tire. I couldn't go to a store at any time and just buy a tire at this time of night. I was stuck. And, uh, he walks up in this nice man, even though knowing that I was being a little rude, he's like, let me help you. Uh, so I, not knowing what his motivation was, I kind of look at him like, what? And then he tells me, look, I, I may have a tire, uh, uh, spare tire at my house two blocks away, but I'm stuck. I'm dead in the water, laying there you know, in the gas station, just you know, stuck. And uh, I'm like, please, yes, by all means, yeah. So he goes to his house, he comes back, the tire, the wheel's the wrong size. It's offset, doesn't fit my trailer. Oh, okay. He says, don't worry, I have a tire machine at home. I can go to my house and swap it out. And I, I'm just going, what? You what? Okay, please. Absolutely. Go. Absolutely. Please. Whatever you need to do. So this nice man who I, I still don't, I mean, I, I think I might know his last name. I, I really don't want to mention it. I want to be, be sure that he's good with it. But I want to just say the guy saved my hide. Saved my you know what. And um, I'm, I'm over the moon grateful. I, I wish I could, I, you know, I, look, so it ended up, he swapped it out, put the tire on, yada, yada, yada. I get it back on the road. Um, I give him a few bucks for his tire. I'm like, here, just take whatever you want. Uh, I gave him a bunch of uh, enthusiast swag and put it, and he got, went on his way. And then the next day, just oddly enough, I had to get up early and go and uh, to head to Bakersfield for the FJ40 rally at Chewy's in Bakersfield. And uh, I'm by myself again. I'm, I'm kicking down the road. I get up to Hone Ranch. 
uh, which is north of the Grapevine, which is a treacherous uh, road, you know, very long downhill. Your brakes are smoking. You know, I'm literally behind a semi truck that's got a fire going on in the, in the brakes. You know, and so I'm, I'm going down this road with this heavy load behind me, no brakes on the trailer, and I'm going, and and all of a sudden I realize. Uh, right before I get to the grapevine, I see a big flap of rubber fly off in my rearview mirror, and I get out of the, I pull over, I get out of the car, and it's you know it's seven o'clock in the morning maybe, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's it. My, the uh, this, my other tire blew up because the, they were about the same age, the t- original tires. Well, come to find out that it wasn't the it wasn't the old tire that I had. It was the the tire that the guy gave me, what uh, you know that uh, John gave me. It was the whole tread just flew off. And I was left there with uh, a wheel that had a tire that held the air, but it was riding on the belts. Tread gone. And I, I said, well, look, what do I have to lose? I mean, I, what, I'm, 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 you know, halfway to where I'm going. I said, I could just stop now, you know, try and find a pet boys in the middle of nowhere uh, and try and sort this out and waste my whole day. Or I could just press on. So I uh, said, okay, well, let's roll the dice. So I got back on the road, went over the grapevine. Uh, with my brakes shimming and the the whole thing, I mean, it was, just, it was a nightmare, complete nightmare. Because I did, I really felt like the tires could pop at any moment, leaving me stranded in a very precarious place. Fortunately, knock on wood, the grace of God uh, and John, uh, I made it to my location. We, I ended up getting the tires sorted out. My wife actually took it uh, to a place at the Big O Tires or whatever uh, to get it, new tires put on or whatever, but. Uh, it could have gone much differently, and and I certainly would not have made it to the uh, 18th annual FJ or Land Cruiser Rally of Bakersfield uh, this last Saturday had it not been for John and uh, my wife who took the uh, the trailer to get it uh, to Big uh, Big O or what Big whatever Big John's tires. I did nothing. He helped you. He was your guardian agent. Yeah, but the, sure. the, the the craziest part of it is that you know what are the odds? A man, I agreed. A man who has a the the interest in helping another person, B. Uh, three seconds after I arrive, he's there and is willing to overlook my, you know, grossly over, uh, angry attitude because I was, I, I know that I was curt and I was short and I was just in my head about what to do next and didn't have any clue that somebody would arrive and be nice enough to, to take me under their wing, <clears throat> under their wing and really help me get back onto the road to my destination so uh john you if don't i experience these people <clears throat> anymore you know no and, and the thing about it too I'm, I'm, as i'm sitting there waiting for him to bring the tire back after all this is said and done I'm, I'm just noticing that there is you know there's transients walking right past near where we are luckily i was at a very well lit gas station it wasn't very busy and it was in a, I guess, a somewhat decent neighborhood because I, those transients walking past yelling and screaming at themselves and me and whomever was passing by, uh, there was guys, you know, kind of a lot of activity on this intersection. And I was thinking to myself, I'm, I'm open to anybody to, you know, uh, take advantage of the situation. So, um, I, I just can't be more thankful to, uh, John for helping me sort it out, get my act together back on the road. So anyways, um, Yeah. John, if you're out there, my guardian angel, I will follow with you uh, sooner or later, and uh, we will. I will show my appreciation in some other way too. So, uh, anyways, uh, John, thanks again. Uh, you're doing the Lord's work. I, you know, I hope that you are out there uh, helping other people, and you're safe. And you, yeah, I know this must be doing something for you too. And I, I hope that uh, you get all that you uh, so desire. So, hope all's well. Uh, thank you. So this weekend we're out, we, you know, we, we kind of went up to LA for the weekend and uh, to celebrate Mother's Day. 
And I, you know, I was I said, hey, you know, V, what are we doing tonight? That's Friday, and uh, let's go out. You know, or is it Saturday? It was Saturday. And, uh, you know, so I, I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you out to some quick bite to eat, something, I'll have a cocktail, um, you know, cruise around a little bit. It could be anywhere. Where in L.A. can we go? Downtown, uh, Culver City downtown, uh, Santa Monica, Venice. I don't know. Where should we go? And then all of a sudden, uh, something came to my mind, an old spot that we'd gone to uh, starting in like the early 2000s. It's called Mizu 212. And uh, we were headed that direction. But, you know, this is a, one of those uh, hot, hot pot spots, you know, where you go in there, you have the, you cook up the, what, what is it? Shabu Shabu. Shabu Shabu. And we kind of found it a long time. We took, used to take our little boys there. And um, because you know, when they were little, we could just, you know, eat, they could eat off our plate. They, you know, they bring you a bunch of the raw ingredients. They set up your water in the little hot pot there and you just cook, cook your vegetables and your meat. They bring you rice and sauce and stuff. So yeah, I know if, you, if people who are familiar with Shabu Shabu, this is to me my favorite uh, Shabu Shabu place. Just hands down. I've been to several, and something about the the flavoring, the seasonings, that sesame. Um, what is it? The, the sesame, sesame puree sauce. Yeah. yeah the um, I mean, just a lot of things. But see, a lot of places do that. I mean, I think all of them do a sesame puree. They do, but, but they this d- one happens to be a little different, don't yeah, you think? It tastes yeah. a little better. Yeah. You know, you may have to adjust that mic because it's, you're low. Yeah, kind of bring it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, but this is a place that's obviously so far from our house. We just don't get there very often and we hadn't been. And, and then with the COVID, since they don't have any outdoor seating, uh, it's all on a counter with your own little pot. So it's kind of, I would imagine, very hard to do, yeah. you know, remotely. But the, um, but anyways, <clears throat> we headed in that direction, found out they were closed. And then the noodle shop, we, what was the name of that noodle shop? You recall the noodle shop that was right next door that we loved so that much? we used to go to? Yeah. Shabuya. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but that went away a long time yeah, ago, right? Yeah, but still, still I, I love have, that place. I have fond memories. Yeah, I do too. Very fond. You know, the, the, noodle, the noodles that, oh, they were epic. Everything so oh, perfectly done, right? So we drove up there. We were, it was very busy. Now there are like 84 uh, noodle shops. Yeah. There's one every other door is a noodle shop. Uh, they got a, a nice uh, place called, was it B Sweet that oh. uh, has the desserts? Yeah. <clears throat> we, we didn't get a chance to get in there because it was just crazy busy. It was only online ordering only. Yeah. So Which is could... strange. Well, I, I, for me, no. I want to see it. I want to, I don't know. See, I, I'm one of those people. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm feeling old now. See, even though I'm only 27, I, I'm feeling old. Because um, I like the tactile feel of things, you know, like when you buy shoes, I don't want to buy shoes online. I don't want to buy pants online. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, buy food online. I also think that you in particular, um, I don't know, I think it's probably lots of people. You, you eat with your eyes. I mean, you want to see what you're, if it looks beautiful and, and appetizing, you'll order it. Yeah. So, you know, when yeah. it comes to these dessert shops, you wanted to be able to go see, like they have the, the crepes yeah. um, shop there as well. They have that one that had yeah. bread pudding and all sorts sure, of little good sure. things, but you want, you're not get you can't even get inside to see it. No, right? you can't, you can't go in there. There's nothing to see. There's no one to chat with. Uh, they seem very uptight when you get to the door, like <laughs> go away. You know, you may have COVID, you know, I don't know. It's just the, this world is really strange. The food world is affected especially. Uh, so anyways, we went up there, cruised around and I don't know why, but uh, this place 
uh, Bar Hermanito, a Mexican joint. It drew me in. And I, I think it's actually, uh, I think it's uh, Asian. Well, it's Mexican, Mexican with, you know, a little Asian influence. And, uh, and it was, so I'm being from this area. I think I have a certain visual aesthetic that I like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a, just a, a certain kind of, uh, you know, ambiance that I like. And this area has it in spades. Okay. Uh, old buildings, old houses. Um, you know, there used to be a bunch this whole street used to be, uh, kind of a little Jap J town. Yeah. You know, there used to be little, you know, like, um, all the shops that were on this road were, uh, Japanese or Chinese. Uh, they pretty much still are. I mean, for the most part. Well, sure. But I'm, I'm talking about when I was a kid, there was a place called, uh, Yamaguchi's. Oh yeah. The- and, uh, it was a little Asian store. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had they used to sell you know imports yep. you know teapots and you know magazines and, the little rice candies. But you'd go down this one corner uh, as a kid, you know, one, you'd go down this one little aisle on the end of the store, and it was just a wall of candy, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, you know shelves, shelf after shelf after shelf of just you know all the good stuff, Abba Zabba's. Uh, those little, uh, those little uh, flat, uh, you know, c- kind of candies, a little multicolored in a little roll. Sound, it sounds like a lot of candy, but it was that one that was kind of like chalky. They were chalky, oh. and then you had the rice candy. Yeah, and you had I, bomb pops. All I that would go in for that all, rice candy and bomb. <laughs> all the old candy. The only other candy I used to, the only place I used to get the same kind of candy was down in Alvera Street in LA. You used to be able to go down there and get bomb pops and all those crazy right. candy, but but you can't get the rice candy. And that was uh, no, they had it there too. Oh, they had it there too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they had it there too. It was like they had those uh, in Alvarez Street. They had the every little hut, little stand had you know they used to sell candy. Every other one mm-hmm. would sell a bunch of candy, and you get the Mexican candy with all those weird shapes and colors and weird you know the what the, was it called the um, cactus candy and the pumpkin candy. You know what I mean? They were like big. <laughs> yeah. They were clods. They were clods of oh that that peanut butter flower thing and well no i'm talking about like the ones that were like they made them they weren't wrapped they were in a case and they would be like uh yeah they were like uh it was it was just a a chunk of it was a brown chunk yes yes, and it it would be covered in sugar oh my god yeah there's a name for this and my mom loves it i don't know what it's called but when i was a kid that that's what they used to sell so um all very i mean uh sautel for me was we'd be there all the time my grandfather had this little store. He liked to buy these little uh, uh, pastries. Well, you're, you also, your family had a nursery that was like right, right there. there. Yeah, and then the, uh, the culture there was built around nurseries. You know, all the gardeners used to... They still have... No, I don't, I don't doubt it. I'm not doubting it. But the, the, what I'm saying is that th- this was much more oh, yeah. at the time when yeah, I was yeah. a kid. You know, and then the, the only thing that they had on the street really for food was Lonnie's, which was right on that corner that, that's still there. And so, yeah, but Lonnie's used to be thumping because it had, it had a little gas station behind and um you this is the, like the only food on this block mm. you know maybe they had other restaurants that you know they were full-on restaurants this was a handout joint you know like they had a uh, little shack and it had a little uh, c-shaped counter and the uh, chef would be there on a hot on a hot you know like what they call like a griddle yeah. and he'd be making the hot dogs and burgers and be just hand them quick boom boom you know and there'd be a lot people would be sitting around on on their benches on their stools but the uh, the line people would come and order you know forty tacos you know forty tacos and you they'd be walking away with a box you know full of food 
So this area was like, you know, big in my life, you know, it was huge. And um, it is, it's, be, I mean, and then it'd be, and when the boys were little, this is where we got all of the Asian food. You know, we would just love, I mean, we love Asian food. So uh, sushi and, and noodles and uh, this, you know, this hot pot, shabu shabu. the shabu shabu. And uh, I just, you know, so when we went up there this last time, I didn't know what we were going to find. And least of which I think we're going to find uh, a Mexican restaurant. Never. No, but I mean, it's kind of strange, right? I mean, smart, I guess, really smart because this this restaurant seemed to be jam-packed. I mean, people were waiting out there and putting their names in, which was kind of funny that we got in so quickly. But they they probably had bigger ta- bigger parties. But the, the thing is, it looks so nice and inviting from the outside. So they did something really smart. Yeah. You know, it, the it, way it felt they... like uh, like Abbott Kenny. Yeah. Or it felt like it was... uh, uh, Montana. Some, something you know, about it Rose. was just nice looking and it, it definitely stood out from every other restaurant that's on that street and there's tons of them. That one stands out, right? It's just got that really nice like patio. They built it out with the, the wooden, you know, um, what do you call it? What's it called? Well, they, just had, they had this uh, wall they created, like a barrier from the street and it was made of like just regular, you know, two by fours Wood. and lumber. But they, the way that it was designed, it had like this upper tier right below the top that had a succulents and plants in, in, you know, kind of in there and and lighting. Mm -hmm. And it just was, I don't know when I was walking past, I mean, amidst all these, you know, uh, was it, was it called Uh, big robot, big robot store or uh, food Ibo or uh, some of the other sushi spots or a noodle dish. I was just, you know, walking past and something about this place, uh, because I guess I didn't expect it. I, yeah, I, I just, it, it just stood out. out. Mm-hmm. It was it stood out like a sore thumb, and I just like, well, I got to go in there. Yeah. So I went in, and uh, to uh, Bar Hermanito, and it had a nice, like, inviting. It was weird bar, because, right? yeah, I mean, from the street, it has this, uh, you know, white the white wooden edifice. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's all uh, lumber, and then, then they painted it bright white, and then it's got uh, this neon, a, a neon sign. It says Hermanito, but it's in red yeah. against the white and it just stood out. And then you walk through the entry and uh, they have this really cool bar, you know, really nice lighting. And, and then they greeted you nice. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you really can't see what you're, what you're getting. You can't see what you're getting into from the street. Right. And then you make the right turn and you go and you're basically outside in a patio. Somebody's like, it just, it's a house. It used to be a house or Still is a house, mm-hmm. but it's not a you know residence. And uh, then they, they made a little courtyard, and they took those uh, those uh, Asian lights, you know, little tea lights, you know, what do they call that? No, those those, like, those little um, orbs, paper, yeah, paper lights, mm-hmm. lanterns, paper lanterns. And they were red, and they were you know, it just it just looked very, you know, unique for the area. I mean, I mean, it kind of fit in, but not. I don't know. I don't even know how to. I know, right? Because it's the only Mexican, I mean, you're a Mexican restaurant amidst all of the Japanese and or Asian restaurants. So it's definitely different. And um, I guess, you know, probably all the people that, that that go there, they're like, oh, this is new. This is different. Let's try this out. And the good part is um, they, it, I was looking, I was trying to pull up their website and it, the outside is just called Hermanito. But when you're trying to pull up their website, it's called Bar Hermanito. Um, so... It says new and classic Mexican cocktails with subtle nods to the neighborhood's Japanese heritage. So it, it is. It's it's a simple fresh food built around house made Sonora style tortillas. So okay. So let's let's deal with the. Uh, we got sat down. Uh, we went out to the patio, and it's in between these two buildings. 
and they have the the lights strewn across and they have that that wall thing with the plants in it and then the lights are just really kind of ambient you know i'm a big light guy you know, i like lighting so um and in the back they have another like another space big you know, pergola. It, i don't know i don't know what they call it, but you know it looked like to me like something out of robinson crusoe like a, some kind of tree house you know, with a you know, kind of like, a, yeah, on the left-hand side, if you looked in the back there, it looked like some kind of, I don't know, it was made, it was made of bare lumber. You know, it looked like, yeah, a, yeah, like, it a, like... like a stick house. I don't know what they call it. But it was it was really cool. And, and then they ha- it kind of gave off a nice lighting from the back there. Just nice. It was just, I it was just great. Liked it. They, it was they, great. They were smart because, you know, with the whole COVID thing, right? All of these things are outdoors so you can sit out there and be feel real comfortable. You know, yeah. you're socially distanced and they have the little fire pits small, in between lower fire yeah. pits in between the tables. Yeah. And so, that was add some warmth to the area had, too. Of course. Yeah. It, we were warm. It was nice. I loved it. Yeah. I just, I like sitting out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, of course we ordered you the margarita because that's your, that's your jam. Right? I, I, I love two things. I like margaritas and I like palomas. So I tried one of each yeah. and their paloma is made with mezcal. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I know you don't like mezcal so much, but I really enjoyed it. And their margarita was really good too. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, I don't know why, but, um, you know, mezcal has a, have a flavor of kind of a rancid flavor to me, mm-hmm. like, it's like a rotting, you know, it's like, it's almost like, uh, to me it has the flavor of, um, like a durian. No. You know what I mean? Like with a no. kind of a no. rancid <laughs> rotting flavor at the no. beginning. It's a little smoky. It's a little touch smoky. This that, one was not too smoky. I don't, you know, well, again. Back to Mr. Sensitive over here. Uh, I could smell it. Yeah. I could smell that rancid flavor from beginning. Before I put it in my oh, mouth, it was disgusting. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their fault. I mean, mezcal is mezcal, but I'm just saying that to me, I don't know. I really could drink good. tequila all day long, but I certainly can't the drink that thing smoky that, The jazz. only thing that kind of put me off was at the very end when, because we also ordered um, shots of tequila. Yeah. Right? And I like the Fortaleza, so I ordered Fortaleza. Yeah. I did not expect it to be as expensive as it was I'll be yeah honest. it was pretty That's yeah it was price. shocking a little shocking yeah yeah i was like what yeah How'd i could have bought the, a bottle for that price well it was just you know um, they have to cover their rent they have I'm sure they have a reason for doing what they did but i mean yeah it was shocking yeah because i because we didn't eat much i mean we had three things but those three things weren't very big and they're not huge no. they're not big and so literally when i when we left i was still hungry you know uh, but anyways, um, so we got you the margarita. You ordered the fortaleza as a, as a side little, you know, sip. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. then let's start with the food. The first thing that came to the table were the tacos. Yes. And those tacos, what are they? What are they? Birria. Birria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to look. I, I'm going to pull up their menu. Okay. So but... I don't, I'm not a, I don't eat birria that much. I, if you said to me, hey, you know, are you an expert on birria? No. Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I guess I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't eat it very much. I don't, yeah. I and in my experience, I guess I'm not, I was never a, either a huge fan, never drawn to it, never had enough uh, interaction with it to, to know what's good or bad or otherwise. Mm-hmm. But what I will tell you is the way they presented these tacos and the, the, uh, the way they the assembled it. It was really delicious. It was they just, the house made it, it was good. beautifully decadent. The yeah. meat was flavorful. The tortilla was fresh. They had a little cheese in there. I don't know what yeah, kind of... it's called birria queso taco. Yeah. It, so it has the birria, braised beef, melted cheese, onions, what cilantro, kind of cheese is it? side of consomme. I it was a white cheese. Yeah. And it was gooey. It wasn't just like a hard cheese or like a dry cheese, like a queso fresco. It was, it was melty and, and it was 
chewy and yummy. Well, it's uh, to me it was like that same cheese that when you go to Puesto they make they, they yeah I yeah what yeah Oaxacan okay it's like a Oaxacan cheese. Well, I don't know. So, it could have been Jack for all I know. Yeah, but it was uh, no, it was good. It went beautifully assembled. Well, yeah, together and, and uh, nice. o- only problem I have is it wasn't enough. No, three tacos is not enough. And they were they were <laughs> they were you know they were they were kind of small. I mean I'm not saying they were tiny, but they were you know for what you they were charging it. Yeah, those you know. So, uh, but delicious, absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing was the ceviche. Yes. Okay. And the ceviche I thought was delicious. Yeah, we had sea bass ceviche. It was fresh. It was tasty. Mm-hmm. It was very clean. And I have to say, the chips that they had to go with it, those were awesome. The chips were really good. Plus, you made mention of the fact that they came in this little brown paper bag, which is kind of a cute little yeah. presentation, kind of befitting. You know, I the, like the presentation the of everything, especially, yeah. you know, everything with COVID, you have to have things that are pretty much disposable, you know, that they sure, can get sure. rid of yeah. the wood. So they're oh, utensils. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You mentioned that too. Yeah. I liked the utensils were wooden, um, but all disposable, disposable wooden utensils. But they were nice. Really nice. They were, they were nice wooden quality. utensils. Yeah. It wasn't like they were some no, cheapo good jazz. Good you quality. Know, they, were, they were nice. So the little plastic, the little paper bag with the chips. The, yeah. The, just, I'm just glad we didn't have to have a steak because I don't think that's that's that little knife would have worked. I, mean, I just yeah, I would have. They, they, I mean, nice not. try, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe who knows? You know, but I don't know. Well, they probably wouldn't have given it to you. I'm just saying. I'm glad there was no steak. Um, yeah, but that Cebes uh, ceviche that was really good. Yeah, really good. Now we had one thing. We had a oh, oh, okay. special. They had a special for the night. It was a tostada. Yeah, I'm not I, honestly. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was not my favorite. Okay, let's say like this. It was. Um, I think it had a lot of guacamole on it, and it kind of took away from it for me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I know. It had guacamole on top, and it was just more guacamole than anything else. I wonder if it's this. They have something right here that says seafood to- tostada, which maybe it was. Could it be. says blue corn tostada. Yes, that's it. Santa Barbara uni. So okay. maybe that spread was uni. Uh, hamachi, avocado, red onion. Yeah, the avocado. Shisho aqua. What's that? Shisho aqua chili and radish. Yeah. yeah I so, mean, look, I think in concept... It it sounds awesome. Like when you talk about all the ingredients, they sound awesome. Mm-hmm. For me, it just wasn't. It didn't. You know, it didn't. Uh, mm, didn't didn't, do it. didn't hit the yeah. mark. But yeah. I mean, there were moments. I mean, you take a bite of the chili, you get that fresh chili in there. You get you get those. You know, but the guacamole to me was overwhelming. Mm. The avocado, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It was overwhelming. But then I think also the star of the show at the end because we we're like, let's just try. There one more thing. We just want to try it. Yeah, keep going. And what so we got? had the Ponzu Brussels sprouts, and those were amazing. Yeah, you know, and you know, Brussels sprouts have been done every which way. So I don't think you know. So I wasn't like really trying to order that. I saw it. I thought, oh, that looks interesting. But you know, we asked the guy what what we should have, and and we got what he recommended. But then he's he came back and he's like, yeah, we would try the Brussels sprouts. They're supposed to be really good. So I'm like, okay, and, and they and- were. Awesome. No, they, they were the best. Yeah. They were the best thing that we had for me. And they were the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had. And I've had a lot. Yeah. They were just, um, they, apparently what they do is they blanch them and then fry them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that added something Blanch and fry, um, what, flash fry. Yeah. And it had ponzu and it says um, togarashi. And yeah, togarashi. Green, and green onion. Yeah, togarashi is that it chili. Was... And then the, um, the chili powder. And then the, it had, I asked them if it had yuzu. Because it uses uh, the yuzu lemon juice, the bottle juice. Uh-huh. Very tangy. 
It had a bit of that it in there did, too. Right? Okay. It doesn't say that, but yeah. It yeah. but he yeah. Those were so good. They were so good. They were so good. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. The best thing on the best thing that I had there. I mean, the t- they were like it would be like the Brussels sprouts, and then the, the tacos. And then um the ceviche. The ceviche. Mm-hmm. In that order. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But there's lots of other things to try. So oh, yeah. yeah, I'll go back. So go talk back. about the margarita. We never addressed that. Um how was the margarita? Because um, you're an aficionado. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, let's put it this way, though. For me, is it the absolute best margarita I ever had? Probably not, but it's right up there. And I think, you know, my own fault, too, because I didn't say, although most people, when they give you a margarita, they're going to rim the rim it with salt or, or something. They yeah. didn't. Just yeah. completely so, so, plain. So I thought, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But, well, you know, in the future, when you pay that kind of money, yeah. At a restaurant, mm-hmm. and I suggest that you send it back and get a proper one. Yeah, yeah. No, but you the don't just live with the, it. The flavor yeah. of, the, the, of the thing was really delicious. Yeah. And like I said, it so it, t- it tasted fresh, tastes like you know, yeah, fresh lime fresh juice, lime, yeah, uh, fresh agave, ingredients, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that salt tequila. would have put it over the top. Everything was delicious. And then the am I aroma. right? That the salt oh, no. would have put it over the top, right? Yeah, I probably would have put it. It, it would have too much. I just I just need just a well, you you yeah. needed it, and you should have ordered it. Yeah. Okay. But I was too, I wanted to just drink that sucker yeah. up. So, <laughs> so I had that. And then the Paloma, the Paloma was, was great too. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I didn't ask them exactly what was, what kind of mezcal. I didn't, I'm assuming they had like mezcal, a little bit of the, um, um, like fresh grapefruit juice, little soda water. It was really good. If you like Palomas and for me. Well, the only Paloma, Paloma that I really, really know anything about is the one from uh, this with the squirt, the squirt, oh, the lime that's juice. That's a bastardized version. Well, you know, I don't, I don't agree because um, when I had it, I had it in Mexico the first time. We had it at a place called uh, what was it, Osis, or uh, we went to a, we went with your cousin to Mexico to uh, Guanajuato, or, or what was it, Leon, mm-hmm. and we were at a club, mm-hmm. and they brought us a bottle of uh, Casadores, squirt, lime, lime juice, and mm-hmm. salt. So I don't know what you call it, bastard or not. It's uh, it was well, very delicious. So served a, in Mexico. So I don't know <laughs> how bastardized is it. Well, what, because palomas are supposed to have um, it, it fresh actually grapefruit. Juice. No, I understand. I understand and that's the interpretation uh, of it. But I'm saying like if you're gonna just have a good one, it was good and it's still delicious. I drink it every day. So you're anyway, right. You're yeah. right. I mean, I we love it because yeah. it's so easy to do. Yeah. Um, our version, by the way, if anybody wants to do this, you know, the version that we're talking about is tequila squirt soda and fresh lime well the salted 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 glass Mm -hmm. and if you want to do tahini you could do that too you could do that too but um, But it's simple it's fast it's delicious delicious and if you want to take off the sweetness a little put a little soda water instead of full squirt they they can handle that yeah Yeah. but it's uh yeah no it's delicious absolutely incredible yeah um it's been a staple since we've had it and that's been what oh my god 80s (laughs) no 90 91 yeah Yeah, delicious But palomas are, are typically just that, right? It's a grapefruit soda or a grapefruit and soda, yeah. grapefruit fresh. Grapefruit and, and I don't even think that wine. I would like that. I don't think I would like uh, grapefruit juice and soda water. It's not grapefruit juice. It's fresh grapefruit. I, and I understand. I don't, oh. I don't. It, uh, grapefruit juice to me is not sweet enough. And that's why the squirt works well for me. True. True. But then they, if they don't, if they use it and it's not sweet enough you can always put a little agave yeah i can i can and... i can put a whole lump of sugar in if i want to i'm just saying the grapefruit juice tends to be a little more dry and bitter and uh and when i think of paloma i think of squirt i think of that that um that kind of citrusy but yet not dry 
Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have that dry flavor, that bite. You know, like you know grapefruit uh, yeah, juice. Yeah, and I love. Yeah, I, but, if no, but, you like it, if, so I'm a big grapefruit person. I like that bitter. I like that tart. I but like on the other hand, though, we once had a grapefruit uh, where we used to go to the desert, and there was a, mm. a spot we went to called the Racket Club yeah. back in the '90s. Yeah, and it was. Um, it's now a private resort. All right, but at the time, it was an old Hollywood haunt. Mm-hmm. They had um, they had like ten, they had tons of tennis courts called Racket Club, and they had these little lanes that would go in between the the buildings. Like little it was it, it was like a campus. Yeah, a little bungalow. It was like a campus, and they had a bunch of these bungalows, and they had some that were super deluxe, and some were basic. And uh, we'd go in the in the summertime, in the in you know Palm Springs, and it would be dead. There'd be nobody there. And they had only crazies that want to go to the Palm Springs in 110 degree heat. (laughs) But you know what? Uh, Crazy enough to be have the best memories you could possibly have because we would get a little a Spanish style bungalow, and at the time they were renovating it, so they took those old you know uh, red brick bungalows that were painted white. Every all the buildings were white, and in the rooms they had these deluxe uh, you know bedding and uh, televisions, really beautifully designed. And then they, in between the buildings, they had these little paths, like you know, driving paths. And um, they were lined with grapefruit, grapefruit trees. Mm-hmm. But they were the white grapefruit trees, the, the bright yellow ones, rather than the mm. pink or the whatever. And so, but I remember getting them. Just be walking down the road, picking, uh, picking it off the tree. from your bungalow patio. And uh, you'd, you'd get that. And they would be incredibly juicy. And sweet. And sweet. But they were the white grapefruit. They I weren't know. that. They weren't that they pink. Weren't tart and bitter. No, no, no. And that's the kind I would use for a paloma. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that those pink ones, the ones you get at the market? No way. No. 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 The ones you get in the bottle? No. Hell no. Mm-mm. We don't cuss on the show. Oh, sorry. Just FYI. Sorry. We don't say dang is it that, either. I was gonna say, is that really? And by the way, just FYI, when I say John Claude Van, you know, <laughs> I always say Van Dang. I don't want anybody to get upset, you know, because everybody gets triggered these days. <laughs> Well, anyway, so if you like a, a, a paloma, it's yeah, essentially that. E- either try the well, try them all, but mm-hmm. try the one with the and you say mes- mezcal for that. So it has uh uh-uh, uh no. Well, no, you're not. I don't. I don't want. Okay, I don't want it to be rotten. Tequila and a little mezcal. Tequila. Okay. And yeah. the grapefruit. Yeah. Soda. Whatever. Now listen um, to everybody who loves mezcal. I'm. You love mezcal. That's fine. That's, to each his own. Okay, I'm not saying I'm to each his own. just have mezcal. I, I, know, I know. I'm just saying the, the, the mezcal lovers, yeah. you know, because hashtag mezcal lover, <laughs> right? Um, no, I understand. I mean, that's your, you know, everybody has their own thing. That's but the Mexican in me. Yeah. You, we all, you, the tequila is the Mexican in you as well. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, but a mezcal, yeah. it, it tastes rotten. <laughs> the first sip, it just tastes uh, disgusting. Okay, all right. Put off. Favorite. Whatever. Disgusting. Tequila, on the other hand. Oh, I'll tequila bottle right now. <laughs> but the uh, mezcal, I don't know. No, but at least they had a nice variety of um, tequilas. So you're in a Mexican place. I, d- I only, well, I had no idea what they had because all I, all I know is that you ordered the, the Fortaleza. And that the was fact it. that they had all of the, 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 the different Fortaleza, you know, the, the Reposado, the, the Blanco, the whatever, right? They had, they had all of them. And, of course, they had all the other tequilas as well, so... You know, it's it's good because a lot of places they don't carry it that particular tequila. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, you know, another place that carries it, right? What? The Pike, Long Beach. Do they though? I don't know. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. You don't even know. 
Well, that's what I thought. I would hope so. Because well, after all that. After yeah. my, since my sister's the one that introduced yeah. me to it. Yeah, and, yeah, and you figure, yeah, yeah that's got to be. does own a bar called the Pike in yeah. Long Beach. Long Beach. Was it 4th? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, get over there, but don't ask for Fortaleza. We're not sure if they have it. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I guess but, better ask. Yeah. But look, you know what? Um, anyways, the, um, the, this area, this corridor, you know, on Sautel is, um, is one of my favorite places to go. And I just can't wait till Mizu 212 opens up again. I hope they open up soon. Yeah, but they right next door to this place too. Um, there's it looks like a really nice uh, noodle joint too. Yeah, killer noodles. Yeah, we, we, I have to, we, try we have to try them. Yeah, we have to try them. But you know what? I, uh, but you can certainly go down to Sautel, right between Olympic and and uh, Olympic and Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. And you're uh, gonna Pico find Pico has a little taste. You're now. gonna find a ton of wonderful yeah. Japanese yeah. fusion. Um, they have coffee houses there. I don't think they drink coffee over there. Yeah, I don't think they do. It's, it's weird. More tea, right? They I don't have know a boba tea. I they saw have lots boba of boba tea. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't see noodle coffee. dishes. And you know, again, there's you know, there's different kinds of noodles. I get it. What's that called? The 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 yakisoba. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, but the soba? other one, the where the meat's grilling on the, the oh yakitori. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Had that too. Yeah. And that has a certain kind of smell to it too, because you know, it's a lot of times it's the uh, it's scorching the sauce and the meat, and it kind of has a unique flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, oof. What you say it like it's bad to me? I love it. I, you know, no, I, I, I mean, I do love it, but the, the, when you're what you're smelling it cooking, it's kind of acrid, you know, mm. bitter. I don't know. You it like that? Bother me? Yeah. I, when I was walking by, I was like, ooh. No, I well, ooh, I, I mean, have you, that too. <laughs> who do, who doesn't? Lo- well, see, that, that's what I wanted when I when I went up to the place. I said, hey, uh, can I just grab a couple and go? You know, <laughs> and they were like, no, no, no to go, no to go orders. I was like. I have to sit down to eat um, meat on a stick? Just sit down on the street is, and eat it. Isn't the stick the reason why <laughs> it's on the stick? I mean, isn't Make the it meat easy is... easy to go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I want to walk and eat, right? I don't want to <laughs> sit down and whatever, make it a reservation to eat chicken on a stick. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just see. I mean, look, if you, the origins of the food, you know, it's, it's street food. You know, it's like it's meant to be, you know, eaten on, on the move. You know, you, you grab a stick, a little, little tray with sauces or whatever, and you park yourself under a tree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. But yeah, get over to this area. A lot of Asian food and great looking, um, even for desserts. You've got your crepes. Be Sweet, the crepe shop. Yeah, Yeah. you've got the the boba. Yeah. There there was that ice cream shop around that corner. Ice cream? Yeah, it was like some sort of ice cream. I don't know. It had, it was another one, something different. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got some interesting places to go. You know, the problem is, though, is I still have very, very fond memories of uh, Lonnie's. I, I just, my stomach. Yeah, but that's because I'm not hungry. Asian. No, no, no. No, but it was a staple. It was a staple of this area long before. Yeah, but that just goes back to your memory, right? I mean, no, no, this no. Is like you, no, people, you, as people, soon as you go down that street, people you're know. Like, well, well the, the, right, right where Mizu 212 is. Right. Is, right the, ver- is the very spot where. The uh, where Lonnie's was. Didn't they still have like the? Lonnie's? They did for a while. Okay. I don't know if it's there anymore. Yeah, it's gonna. But say they did. Never checked. They did. You know, kind of try and reproduce that, but mm-hmm. wasn't the same. It, no, no, because I remember exactly what he did, Lonnie, mm-hmm. and his name was Lonnie, but he bought the stand from a man by the name of Ketchy, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he had his son there, Russell, Bernie. I don't know. <laughs> But it was in a, uh, it was, it was a, just like a makeshift stand that had been there for a million years. And he had this, um, you know, griddle, you know, big flat top. 
and he'd be there in his white t-shirt and his his white t-shirt and his uh, what those little white paper caps and um he'd have the, uh, the that you know those uh, little short aprons on and his uh, spatula and he'd be there making up the burgers and what he'd do is he'd get those frozen burgers or maybe he made them himself I, I think they were probably frozen the 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 pre-made ones in the the real thin and frozen or well, I don't know if they're frozen. They might have been frozen. I don't know. I don't know what what condition or how he did it, but they were like manufactured. They were thin, one level, and he'd have this this griddle that was had been used for a million years. So it had its own seasoning, right? And uh, yeah. he he would take the the hamburger patty, and he'd make everything with it, aside from the hot dogs. He would take um he took I, I think he probably at some point started the tacos, because of like the Latin community, that, that community that used to be there was Japanese and Mexican and all that, you know, right there. A lot of, a lot of gardeners, right? So yeah, all the well, gardeners, Mexican my, and Asian. My grandfather was a, uh, a nurseryman right. and he knew all the, he had his nursery. He had a supply mm-hmm. to, uh, who, there was, um, there was lots of nurseries in there. Uh, I saw a couple, I remember that uh, Yamaguchi was one. Um, I mean, they just, those families owned blocks because they own, my grandfather went in the thirties, he bought, 200 acres of, of uh, Olympic Boulevard, mm-hmm. you know, but it was, wasn't, it was an orange grove. And now that would be worth a billion dollars. There used to be a church there too, right? Is the church still there? Like not Which church? on Sautel, but like one block over. I don't know. Right on that court. We used to go there. You're talking about St. Sebastian's? I don't know. I don't remember. Was it on the hill? No, no, no. So it's, it was right there in between. Norasteri. I'm telling you, I can't remember. No, I, I think just it's, remember as a I think it's child, still there. I would go I think it's still there. my mom had, you know, Japanese friends yeah. and they would invite us to this Japanese yes. festival. Oh, you're, you're talking about the Obon festival or the, yes, um, whatever they have. They used to do. Yes. Right yes. There. It's, I think, I don't know if it's still there. I imagine. I don't think you could I don't, get, yeah. I don't think you're going to knock it down to build a house there. Yeah, I don't no. know. I nah. see it. That community is too tight. And there's no way. No, I don't know. I don't, well, if they did, Hopefully that's a tragedy. Not, yeah. That's a tragedy if they did. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, Lonnie used to take this, uh, the burgers, and he would, for make tacos, he'd have this, you know, this greasy griddle for making, you know, double cheeses and whatever, all this oil on the griddle, and then he'd take the, the hamburger patty with the, with the spatula, and it had, you know, he'd put the cheese on for a burger, so this thing was, you know, moving fast. He would take the, the spatula and just split the burger patty right in, half. right in half. He'd have the, take a bunch of tortillas and throw them on the griddle, so they're absorbing all that oil, mm-hmm. right? And then he'd take the um, half of the patty and shove it in the in that tortilla. Because it fits perfect. Yeah. And he'd lay it down there to kind of cook a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then to finish it, he would take uh, chopped onions and chopped iceberg lettuce mm-hmm. and a half of a wedge or half of a slice of tomato. Right. And he would just take that spatula and he'd... Put the to- the toppings, the tomato so slide in there. With a, instead of exactly. a bun, it's, it's tortilla. But the key element was, as a kid, I always wondered, well, what makes it taste like that? And it was it was all that burger love. Griddle. But to finish it off, he would go and get Iris's hot sauce. What's that? Uh, it was Smart and Final used to, uh, or maybe still does. But they would sell like a their version of a hot sauce, like a Frank's or a Tabasco. But it was like Iris is is their in house brand. I think at um, Smart and Final. Oh, I never even heard. Of that. And he would have this little bottle of it, and he would shake it. You know the the hot sauce, and it tasted very, you know, signature. Now I don't know if he planned this, <laughs> but I think that when you were you know as you you know, have your business, you go and buy supplies. You just buy whatever's on the shelf, and that's what he he bought it from. 
it just had a very distinct flavor. Years later, I tried this myself and I couldn't get it. I couldn't do it. What do you mean? I couldn't get the flavor. Oh. This this signature Lonnie's catchy stand flavor. Couldn't do it. You you can try all kinds of sauces, but nothing tastes like that. Because of the fact that the griddle was so like seasoned. Just so seasoned and years and years and thousands, millions of burgers. Because I'm telling you right now, people used to go in there. My uh my 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 grandfather and my uncle and my dad, they were all in the landscaping nursery business, right? Mm-hmm. My dad was an excavator and greeter, had a tractor, my my um my uncle was a landscaper, worst all the Bel Air, Beverly Hills homes, mm-hmm. and he'd have, you know, forty guys on a job. So when you'd go to to Lonnie, he'd say he called Lonnie's ahead and say, Look, I need 200 oh of something. Yeah, I need, uh, you know, 50 burgers, uh, 50 double-double cheeseburgers, uh, 100 tacos, oh literally. God. And he'd go and he'd arrive at the location with boxes mm-hmm. of, of food. And um, it would just be an epic event. It was like a free-for-all. You know, people would be, I mean, the, the guys that were working for him, they would literally be eating them, like swallowing whole, like two bites, right? And then they would take uh, some home. Like they'd put them in their bag or knapsack, and he didn't mind. He'd just put them in there for later. Mm-hmm. But Lonnie's had this. I'm going to try it today. I'm going to try it today. Don't try and make me a, a Lonnie's. As a matter of fact, I don't know what kind of hot, I have to find a hot sauce that's similar to Iris's. So, I mean, but is it like a... It, it's not, I mean, look, it's like nothing special. Booster? Look, when I was, like a, no, I don't know. I don't, it, it's like, I'm sure it's like, all, any one of those or all of them but it, when, like when you have a certain flavor like think of a food from your childhood that that you can't get anymore like ramen meal bread okay ramen meal you bread know what i can't get anymore is archie's sub sandwich exactly there it's gone and and if you went and said okay i'm gonna try and make one i can't do it you might be able to come close or you might be able to do a version of it but it'll never taste the same Mm-mm. the bread the meat the, the, the oil. oil and i don't even know why why to this day is that so important? I don't know. And then what, what vinegar? Was. What vinegar? What vinegar yeah, do they use? I don't know. For the life of me, I've never been able to figure that one no. out. No. So, same thing here. Mm-hmm. Years and years and years of making burgers has a certain flavor it, it, it affords to it. And then you'd have that finish. You have that finish of that, that Iris's hot sauce. And it was just so perfect. It was perfection. And you know what I have? I have a cheese that I have now. I buy it at the restaurant depot and it's a, uh, it, it melts perfectly. It's the best American cheese I've ever had. And American cheese, that's really kind of a lot saying because American cheese is a processed pile of garbage, really. <laughs> but, and who knows if it's cheese? Who knows what it's it is? Got, it's got partial cheese. I'm sure it has something <laughs> in it. Maybe some, some runoff, some uh, rain runoff from the, from a local farm. I don't know what it has, but it is, uh, it is by far the best American cheese I've I, don't, I didn't even know there was a difference, by the way. I had no idea. I, we, I was using Kraft Singles. Yeah, you've always used that for Well, just because it's there. Yeah, you go to the market, that's what Kraft you Singles. Get at the market. But mm-hmm. you know, Kraft Singles have a translucence. They have a kind of a shiny, kind of jiggly deal. Yeah. And it's very unique to them. Yeah. Knowing that they don't make, that's not. No, maybe their claim is it's got more milk than oh, oh, any milk. Okay. So maybe, okay. You know. I don't even want to know what's in the other cheese then. If that's if that's the quality more milk cheese, uh-huh. I don't know want to know what's in the other cheese. I know it's all I'm scared. Fake. I don't even know. I'm scared to death. It could be acid rain. I don't know. But it tastes good. I don't know. So anyways, I would well, use I well. would use these cheese 
this American singles craft. And, and I would go ahead, go ahead. You have to take off go ahead. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I'd say, you know what? I, I have these uh, uh, American singles and I just didn't like them. The, the, the way they taste, the way they feel, mm, they didn't melt right. I bought this cheese at the uh, restaurant depot and it just melts perfectly. It's creamy. So just if you, if you don't know, if you don't know, there is a difference. Uh, there's not the same. American cheese is not the same. It literally can be different when you shop in different places. So uh, when you're making burgers, I found, uh, like today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there. I'm going to make these tacos. I'm going to try them. I'm going to find a hot sauce that kind of mimics what I'm familiar with. And I'm going to uh, take some hamburger patties. I don't know if I'll find them frozen or not. I'll just make them myself. Put my American cheese on there. Fry up some, tor- some tortillas in oil, right? Uh, lightly, lightly fry on the pan. And then I'm going to find a sauce that kind of is close. Chop up some lettuce, chop up some onion, white onion, and just try and do it at home. It's going to be amazing. So anyways, uh, you know, I hope you like our tale. Uh, we, uh, we enjoy doing this. We enjoy going out to eat, obviously. And um, we'll keep doing it. You guys keep listening. That's the deal. All right, be nice to each other. We'll talk to you soon.